Hey, Bitch Nation. That's right. Gird your loins. The bitches are back. For those of you who cannot tell us apart, I'm Kitty. I'm actually on the road right now, which is probably why it sounds like I am standing in an aviary. Um, But I had a couple of quick programming notes that I wanted to share with you guys before we get started. So, um, Peggy and I had really high hopes for season two of our podcast. We were going to hire a producer slash editor who could help us make these episodes come out a lot faster. We were going to have a more professional recording setup that was going to have like way better audio quality. Uh, well, yeah, none of that ended up happening. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic struck and for completely understandable reasons, a lot of our Patreon donors had to dial their contributions back. Um, and at the same time, Piggy lost her day job. Um, that was a big blow. Um, so we kind of dropped that, uh, that strategy and reallocated all of that money directly to Piggy to help keep her in a good place. Um, so basically if you liked the slightly glitchy huddled in a closet ambiance of season one, we have fantastic news for you because it's back. This season is held together with love and duct tape. Um, when all of this kind of started happening and the country started shutting down, Piggy and I flew into action like the Eagles at the end of the Lord of the Rings. Where were you guys before? I don't know, but I'm glad you're here. Hop on board. We published a new article on the blog every single day for like two weeks, trying to answer time-sensitive questions about like filing for unemployment and getting stimulus checks and dealing with workplaces that aren't taking the pandemic seriously. So if you only listen to us, you are missing out. BitchesGetRiches.com is always going to be the destination for the more urgent topical shit. Um, We recorded these episodes in a couple of sessions between April and May of 2020, so you will not hear us reference current events past that point. We do talk about systemic racism in America, but it's the exact same amount that we normally do. Um, Okay, now here's our NPR moment. If you like what we do and you want us to keep going, we need help from our supporters now more than ever. Yeah, uh, 2020 is the first year we have paid ourselves through BGR, and I cannot thank our Patreon donors enough for that support. It's so meaningful, especially now that Piggy's out of work. Um, But, you know, to be totally transparent, the last time I calculated it out, uh, Piggy and I are paying ourselves about $3 an hour. Um, We've considered lots of options for additional monetization and rejected pretty much all of them because we just can't get away from the idea that it feels really unethical to charge poor people money for advice on how to stop being poor. Um, The donor model feels good to us right now. Um, When our advice helps people get their shit together and get raises and get promotions and get better jobs and pay off their loans, um, we hope that those people will remember us and pay it forward by donating. Especially with Piggy out of work, if you were thinking of kicking us some dollars, now is your moment. We need you. Um, And to our donors, I know I say it all the time, but 
God, we appreciate the shit out of each and every one of you. Thank you. Our donors asked us to write about Black Wall Street and labor unions and toxic workplaces and recession preparation. And looking back, I am just totally blown away by how timely all of those articles that you guys selected ended up being. Um, those articles are helping people right now. And I think that's really fucking cool. Um, anyway, that's it for posterity's sake. Allow me to set the scene. It's the spring of 2020. We haven't worn bras in three months and we're feeling feisty. Capitalism is in full swing. Money is still power and we're going to teach you how to use it to do all sorts of fun shit um, like smashing the white supremacist patriarchy and defunding the police and redistributing all of your Republican dad's wealth and building a bronze statue of people who tip poorly so that we can immediately pull it down and roll it into a river. You know, all the usual stuff. Welcome to season two. When you meet some dough, you don't know where to go in this patriarchal capitalist hellscape. Well, here's the sitch, we're gonna help you sis, because bitches get a riches. Bitches get riches. So can you? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say this, and I, I, I know you're gonna take this hard, but mm-hmm. I could out Ursula you any day. I firmly disagree. Firmly but disagree. Unfortunate son. In need. <laughs> this one longing to weep, and I'm that one wants to get the girl. girl. And do I, I help them? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we are kind of Ursula, like as the bitches, we are Ursula, like giving people like what they what they want, but like in a good way. You know what? I'm into this. We are inspired by divine. Mm -hmm, We mm -hmm. are purple. Mm -hmm. We have a lot in common with octopuses. We sure do. Who many people theorize to be aliens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are going to help you. But we are going to ask a price, which is that you have to sit through our Patreon plugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to sit through them all. <laughs> we'll know if you fast forward. We will. We will. All right. Well, so season two, here we go. Yeah, this is it. I think season two, we're bringing the Ursula energy. Mm-hmm. We're bringing the quarantine madness. We are bringing that quarantine we're madness. Queer. We want to get married on the ocean. We, we're ready. Oh, my God. We are quarantined within our quarantine zones because we're both sitting in coat closets um, yeah. for the, the, the sound quality. So, yeah. anyway, with that, uh, I'm Peggy. And I'm Kitty. And we're the bitches in Bitches Get Riches. We are two Machiavellian king-making power brokers. And we're here to help you thwart the royal line of succession. Our time on this planet is limited, though. So, let's get started. Today's letter comes to us from our Tumblr Ask box, which, by the way, bitchesgetriches.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. We cracked this, right? Yeah, I think so. A precious anonymous asker says, Hi, bitches. You guys have been so helpful to me. I graduated last year with no student loans thanks to my parents. Lucky girl. 
I got a job in that field with a pretty good salary for an entry-level position, and I'm contributing to my 401k, and I'm close to paying off my credit cards. So that's fantastic. But as I'm looking at the near future of actually having a decent amount of money in the bank, emergency retirement funds, living a bit more comfortably, I started feeling really guilty. Most of my friends come from a less fortunate background than me, whose parents haven't been able to be as generous and also haven't been able to be as lucky with jobs. I feel like I have no business having money in the bank when people I care about are struggling. And then I feel ridiculous for complaining about a problem that boils down to, I have too much money. I've helped a couple of friends by covering a bill until they get their checks, for example. But sometimes I overextend my budget by doing this, which obviously isn't ideal. But I keep doing it because I feel awful that I have a safety net with my parents and they don't. I want to help my friends, but I also want to be financially stable myself. As money-savvy folks who are very aware of the state of the economy, have you had any similar feelings, and do you have any advice? Yes and yes. I saw this question, and I immediately was like, if we're going to start season two with anything, it has to be this, because I connect with it so much. I think it's an issue that can cause a lot of anguish in friendships and relationships in general. And we just we need to talk about it. I agree. Take it away. I just want to say like, what a lovely fucking person it is who will say like, I'm doing really great. And I have a lot of pathos for my friends and I want to help them. So I'm going to help them, you know, like meet their their bills one month when their paycheck like can't stretch. That's just a really generous, nice, wonderful thing to do. And like, regardless of of how this question asker got to the point where they were financially stable enough to do that for their friends. Like that's a really fucking nice thing to do. Yeah. I I agree. That's very lovely. Yeah. I just want to applaud their, their generous spirit. They are truly uh, the MVP of bitch nation. And for that, we love them and would sprinkle them with all the rewards in Candyland. All right. Uh, I think that is the um, good bitch answer i'm going to be the the bad bitch oh you're gonna play bad bitch yeah i'm gonna go there because it's season two baby i'm not holding back oh shit she's not holding back we've had so (laughs) many questions that are sort of variations on this which is um i hate capitalism and yet i benefit from it exactly and ultimately the answer to that question is difficult to parse but i know that the answer is not sit around feeling very guilty that you aren't the one who's suffering most under the system. That is not helpful. Mm. Um, I also know that it is not um, overextend yourself financially um, to Mm -hmm. help out your, your friends and the people that, you know, that is also not the answer. I'm sorry if it were, that would be a little bit easier. Um, But you are, you are not um, a 14th century friar who will renounce all worldly goods and, uh, spend all day doling out soup to the poor. Um, that's just not where we're oh, at. Oh, man. But what if we had a 14th century friar, like, listening to us that we could, like, call on and be like, you, I redistribute the wealth. I would love that. <laughs> mm, um, be great. Mostly, I would like to hear them speak, assuming that they would pronounce all of their um, S's as F's. <laughs> you know, the thing where it's a slanty, slanty oh, yeah, F? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I think you're making a really good point, And there, it's it's really a twofold question, right? It's, you know, A, should I feel guilty? And the the answer is resounding no. And B, how should I handle 
um, this help that I want to give to my friends. And I, I think that, you know, something that we hear a lot in personal finance is put your own oxygen mask on first. Um, Mm -hmm. Incidentally, you also hear that on airplanes or you did before the world was on quarantine. Um, But it's, it's true. You know, this question asker is doing a lovely thing, but if they are overextending their budget, if they're getting to the point where they can't meet their own bills, like they're putting themselves in a position where they will no longer be able to help their friends, let alone themselves and where they might need help themselves. So I would just say like, first and foremost, the whole point of having money is so that you're taken care of and you have that freedom and you therefore have the ability to not be a burden on anybody else. And it's just, you know, it's a wonderful fucking cherry on top that you can then turn around and use that stability and that security to help others. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think this is, this is kind of an interesting question because I think this is actually something that you and I have, had pretty fundamental disagreements about, which I'm now going mm. to like go on. I'm going to air our dirty laundry, our dirty, oh, fuck. dirty laundry. That's never happened before. I think, um, you have a point of view that's quite similar to this question asker, which is, um, uh, in fact, you wrote an article called, uh, I believe why I feel filthy fucking rich. That yes, indeed. I did. I forget if the word fucking was in there, but it was certainly spiritually in there. Okay, I, I couldn't resist the alliteration. Um, and uh, kind of your point was that um, most of the people in your immediate orbit, um, you make substantially more money than many of your peers. And you make substantially more money than the person who you were five or 10 years ago. Definitely true. Um, and it makes you feel like, I'm so incredibly lucky and wealthy and I must be the definition of rich because I can afford all of the basic necessities, blah, blah, blah. Um, my perspective, I think is a little bit different and to, to be totally honest with our, with our listeners, I am even richer than, than you are. Multitude um, more. But I, I, I tend to think about things in terms of magnitude in the grand scheme of who in America and who in the world in general is hoarding wealth. Uh, it's not me. Mm. Um, literally my entire net worth could be stolen out of a, a, a billionaire's bank account. And, it's not even enough money that they would notice that it was Mm -hmm. gone. Um, And, and to me, I think sometimes it can seem like um, to people who are very aware of all the problematic aspects of capitalism, that if you aren't the one who is the most suffering, the most at risk, it means you're complacent and complicit in the system. But if you're trying to take responsibility for all of the evils of capitalism and saying, ah, because I make $60,000 a year, it means that I am the one who is responsible <laughs> for all of this. That is just not true. And I, I, I would caution you against thinking that because oftentimes I think that people um, try to make things that aren't their problem into their problem because uh, when you have anxieties, it's very tempting to want to do things that make you feel like you have control over those anxieties. Our letter writer has an anxiety. I think that is kind of um, 
not quite fully like at the surface, which is that it's fucked up that I know so many good and hardworking and deserving people who are struggling. Who can't pay their bills. Yeah, exactly. And those people shouldn't be in that situation. So you want to try to give yourself control over that by saying like, it must be my fault. Like I, because I don't have that struggle. I, I have to go out and like, um, take on emotional responsibility for this when really I think that is just an illusion of control that you're giving yourself and it's mm. ultimately not very productive. Yeah. I, I want to push back a little bit. I, yes. I completely let's fight. agree. Let's fight, yeah, about it. fight it out. Fight bitch versus bitch. Um, I completely agree that feelings of guilt about the state of the economy and your relative comfort within it are completely unproductive. Like feeling guilty, it's unproductive, especially in this case. Like you're a generous, wonderful person. Like you, you're not Superman. You can't do it all by yourself. Um, but I also feel like a, too many people have this habit of no matter where they are on the staircase of financial solvency, they look up and not down. So mm. and I, I feel like I know you've met these people too, but I know people who are doing very well for themselves, who they don't feel like they're doing well for themselves because they're looking up and they're not comparing themselves to the people below them on that, that metaphorical staircase. I know, you know what I'm thinking of. Can you lay a, a special juicy quote from that family onto our listeners? I was a nanny for years when, when we were in college and a little bit after. Yeah. So there was a really sort of jaw dropping moment when I was, Standing on their rooftop rose garden. This is not exaggeration. Um, and looking at their koi pond that was built into the floor of the rooftop rose garden and would be covered in winter. Um, and just admiring the koi in the pond. And they had recently installed the koi and, and the dad sort of looks at me and he goes, not bad for a middle class family, huh? And I just like kind of dared and because it's true like we were this this was a 6.7 million dollar house and i know that because they told me it was a 6.7 million dollar house and the gall of this guy who could afford to to pay a nanny when both he and his wife were basically home all day and perfectly capable of entertaining and taking care of their child. Like the goal of this man to be like, not bad for a middle-class family. And she's like, well, yeah, cause you're not middle-class, you know, that's the kind of thing that when someone <laughs> says it, it's like a, it is, it leaves a scar upon your memory that you're like, Oh, great. I'm going to carry that thing that you just said around in my heart for all time. For all because time, it was yeah. that out of touch and that upset. <laughs> I just breathed my entire soul out on that side. But, yeah. but that's what I'm talking I saw about. It leave. You, yeah, you saw it frittered away into the atmosphere. Um, so I, I just feel like I would caution people from this attitude of, um, oh, well, I'm not Jeff Bezos, and therefore, you know, I'm not rich. Because that's not that's a false equivalency. You're like, you're, you can't compare yourself to someone who is absurdly wealthy. God-level, yeah. Like, God-level wealthy, and, like, more than God-level wealthy. Like, God is a fucking pauper compared to Jeff Bezos. Amen. Um, you can't compare yourself to that person 
you know, I'm going to stop that sentence. You cannot compare yourself to Jeff Bezos if you're talking about your wealth. No, I think I think that's fair. I think um, probably in between our perspectives lies the truth. It, it, it we cannot leave the um, the willful reallocation of excess resources. We cannot leave that to the Jeff Bezoses of the world. Um, but at the same time, we cannot take on responsibility for the sins of capitalism and the sins of the ultra wealthy who, who hoard wealth, not because they need it, but because they have some kind of like addiction um, to gathering it. Yeah. An addiction to wealth gathering is actually a really good way of putting it. Um, so in terms of our, our letter writer, um, kind of feeling like this, this is my read is that our letter writer is definitely not Jeff Bezos. Yep. Which like, by the way, Jeff Bezos, if you would like to get in touch, it's piggy at bitchesgetriches.com. Jeff, Jeff, I want to have a conversation about um, my friend who works at Whole Foods and who needs hazard pay right now. Um, If you could also just kitty at that's you have to hold down the shift and hit the number two. I know this is hard and you usually have people to do this for you, Mm -hmm, but it mm -hmm. is kitty. Then the shift in the two at bitchesgetriches.com mm-hmm. you'll figure it out you'll pay someone to figure it out for you jeff don't worry you, you, you could also you could also say um what is it is alexa the amazon one siri no Which alexa's the, the, alexa's the, the the amazon one. Oh, okay are you sure certainly not when you ask me are you okay, sure whatever. <laughs> regardless this letter writer mentions that they have a budget that they're overextending and i want to focus on that because it seems like there's a really easy workaround to that which is to set aside some money in your budget for helping friends out and that can be that can be like a little bit of your emergency fund. You can p- file it under charity. You know, if you're finding yourself overextending your budget because you're helping to pay your friends, like work that into your budget. Set it aside. Being being in an emergency fund uh, for people who really cannot afford to have an emergency fund would be a fairly nice way to think about it. You are such a lovely human being. And uh, yeah. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. All right, listeners, if there's a question you'd like for us to answer, go to bitchesgetriches.com and click Ask the Bitches. There is only one way to guarantee that we will answer your question, and that's to become a Patreon donor. If you like what we do and you want us to keep going, please become a Patreon donor and support us with whatever donation amount you are comfortable with. We also have a merch store where you can buy t-shirts and printable worksheets and more. Finally, there are some free things you can do to say thanks. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever you use, it bumps us up in the charts and makes us easier to find. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Pinterest. And subscribe to our articles so you never miss a new one. You can do all of that at bitchesgetriches.com. Uh, hey, is there anything else they should know? Carol Baskin killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. Fucking Carol Baskin, good to know. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Bitches <laughs> out! <laughs> Carol fucking Baskin. Carol fucking Baskin.